See, when you get saved, if you said you're going to come to the Lord in your heart and then you don't tell nobody, the enemy uses that against you. When he starts bombarding you with your old life and old lifestyle, uh, he says, well, you, you didn't tell nobody, so nobody knows. You don't have to be different. But if you want to live safe and holy, tell everybody you know that you're safe and holy. They will help you. Every time you lie, they're going to say, didn't you say you were saved? Every time you go to take a drink, and you're supposed to do that as a Christian. They'll look at the magazines on your desk. So is the Christian supposed to be reading that? If you want to live right, just tell your co-workers. Tell everybody you know. Say, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm holy, and I'm totally sold out to Jesus Christ in my life. Tell them. See what happens. They'll help you. Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. If you are a believer filled with the Spirit of God, I want you to know that God has a special plan for you. Join us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You will receive what? Power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and then what's going to happen? And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. God wants his people to do more than get wet. He wants you to have the power so that you can go and do the work and be his witnesses. He don't want wet believers. He wants witnessing believers. Got to do more than get wet. He says, once you are baptized in that water, look for the next level. Look for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Look for Jesus Christ to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and that with fire. And fire will get you moving. He says he'll baptize you with power. That means inherent strength. The ability to perform effectively. The Lord will get you power and the ability to perform effectively. Power to to speak the truth of the word of God. Power to, to speak with his wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He'll give your words power when you're speaking to somebody. The Holy Ghost power working in you is a mighty force. And then those who've received the spirit baptism have a new potential. Listen, somebody full of the Holy Spirit is a whole lot more powerful than somebody who's not full of the Holy Ghost. You can be uh, 98 years old and 98 pounds. You full of the Holy Ghost, you're a powerful force right here in the kingdom of God. And the more we allow the Holy Spirit to overflow us, and use us, the more powerful and skillful our words and our deeds will be for the kingdom of God. You allow the Holy Spirit to overflow you and fill you. Just like the water overflowed you when you were down in the baptismal pool, let the Holy Spirit overflow you as well. Jesus had to be filled up and anointed. Acts chapter 10 verse 37 said, You know what has happened throughout Judea? Beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power with the Holy Spirit and with power. If Jesus had to be anointed with some Holy Spirit and power, what about us? We can't do it on our own. We can try to do it in our own strength. We can try to do it in our own power. We can try to do it with our own intelligence, our own reasoning, our own education. But as soon as you turn it over to the Holy Ghost, that power kicks in. Amen. Amen? It's, It's like trying to push a car with the motor off. 
when we try to do it in our own strength. We're just trying to push it with the engine off, and then as soon as we turn the engine on, the power kicker on, that thing can go. You say, hey, that, that's, that's a whole lot better. It's the same way when we have the power of the Holy Spirit working in our lives, and he kicks us into another gear. And Jesus came to anoint us and fill us with the Holy Ghost and power. If you feel like you're powerless, you need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Now, notice for sure that John the Baptist did not tell people that uh, they can just go right to Jesus and get baptized with the Holy Spirit first. He He told them they need to repent and be baptized. So you need to be saved when you're coming to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You can't be a rank sinner and say, Lord, I want all your power. The power is for those who believe. The power is not for the unbelievers. An unbeliever might look at you and say, you know, I want to do just what you're doing, and I want to just try that. This is not something we just try. This is a divine impartation of the Spirit of God into the life of the believer who asks for it. And some people say, well, how do I ask? How do I get filled with the Holy Spirit? You ask the Lord to fill you with the Holy Spirit. John says that he will baptize her. Jesus Christ will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. That means that he is the baptizer. And I've never seen a preacher who wasn't willing to baptize a candidate who says, Pastor, I want to be baptized. And he said, no, I don't feel like it. I, I don't think you're good enough. As long as you're saved, you're good enough. And once you're saved, you, you, are, you have all the qualifications to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire. You just need to go to the baptizer and say, I want to be baptized. Now, the thing about it is a lot of people have all kind of reasons in their mind. I don't know what's going to happen to me if I get baptized in the Holy Ghost. Do I have to speak with tongues? I don't think I can do that. I don't know how to do that. And what's going to happen to me? Am I going to shake? Am I going to rock? Am I going to roll? All you have to do is come to the Lord just like that water candidate comes to the pastor. That water candidate gets in the water and they, and they don't resist. You don't have to wrestle somebody. Now, get down there. Come on. I need a couple of deacons here. Let's push them on down. That's not baptizing. They willingly, they just, they just give up and say, I got you. They give up and let you just take them down and you bring them back up. And when you say, Lord, baptize me with the Holy Ghost, say, Lord, take me down and bring me back up. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just yielding myself to you for your purpose. I belong to you. You take me down, Lord, and bring me back up full of the Holy Ghost and with power. See, back in the old day, in the old Pentecostal church, they, didn't, they couldn't explain it that well. They just said, you just got to say, thank you, Jesus, fast enough and long enough until he come in. Then they had to try to purge you. Then it's 3 o'clock in the morning, the Lord felt sorry for you. He said, just go and fill them so they can go home. But they were trying all they could. That's all they knew how to do. But he said, the Lord is willing to give the gift of the Holy Spirit to anyone who asks for it. Some people don't ask. Some people aren't interested. But if you knew the power that came with being filled with the Holy Spirit and the fire, that's the power that comes. The power that comes. When you can talk to the devil and the devil pay attention, you can tell him to go and he will go. You can tell him to loose in your house and he will loose the things. When you got the power of the Holy Spirit, but when you are a dry, empty Christian and you're sitting in your house, you say, devil, get behind me. That devil says, I know you ain't talking to me. I know you ain't talking to me. That's what the devil will tell you. Not, not you. You haven't been to church in three weeks. And you telling me to get by? You better get in church. That devil, will dog, he'll dog you out. He'll low rate you. He'll make you feel bad. You won't even talk to him no more. 
He said, I know not what you've been doing. You you better get a grip. But when you have the power, you can speak. Say, come out. Get out of here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You got the power of the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost is working in your life and, and functioning in your life, and you can hear what the Lord says because you're connected to him through the power of the Spirit, you can speak what he says in power and in might and cause things to happen. <laughs> Filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. That was a guy that went to church with us many years ago. Uh, he was in his car, and a guy came up to him and put a gun, put a pistol in his face. And was trying to rob him. He said, go on, shoot me. I'm already a dead man. You can't kill me anyway. And the guy pulled the trigger. Shot him right here. They found a bullet on the floor of the car. He came to church that night. Had a bruised nose. That's about it. So I told him, he can't kill me. I belong to the Lord. I got work to do. <laughs> I ain't telling you to try that. <laughs> unless you're filled with the Holy Ghost and the Lord tells you that. Don't go out there and say, I'm going to try that. You got to be able to hear from God. They be bringing you in here. Well, he was filled, but he's out of here. <laughs> Baptism of the Holy Ghost is for our power. And the Bible says he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Somebody say Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. And he wants to fill us up on the day of Pentecost. Let's look at that in Acts chapter 2. The fulfillment of the initial outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the church. Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven, a sound like the violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest upon each of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit enabled them. They came, all of them was filled. How many of them were filled? All. all of them was filled. The Lord didn't say, no, just the supernatural, just the holy anointed ones, just the ones that I want going to be filled. Everybody who was in the house was filled. So everybody in the house. Everybody in the house, everybody there was filled with the Holy Spirit to overflowing and empowered. And if you could look at the difference between the, those people in that room before they were filled and after they were filled, you will see tremendous things being done. Three weeks earlier, four weeks earlier, Peter was hiding. Uh, when, they, when they grabbed Jesus, Peter was hiding saying, I don't know him, I don't know him. But right after he got filled, he was out there preaching. He went from hiding to preaching out in the public and 3,000 people got saved that day. He said, it's Jesus that you crucified, my Lord. The next day or two, he's going to church and a man sitting there at the gate begging for money. Peter says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I'm going to give to you. He said, rise up and walk. The crippled man sitting at the gate, never walking. Peter says, I'm going to heal him right here by the power of the Holy Ghost. That was different than before, but once you get filled up with power, you can do something. Then he says he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, what's the fire going to do? Fire is a purifying element. You got some things in your life need to be purified. You know, you get fire hot enough, it'll burn up anything. Anything in your life, when the fire gets hot enough, it purifies. Fire also cleanses. Fire also cleanses. You know, we see fire as a destructive force by the, for the most part, but fire also strengthens. 
You want a temper metal, you stick it in the fire. You want stronger metal, stick it in the fire. It gets stronger. Fire will make you stronger. I was reading about fire in the forest. You know, we see these big pictures of forest fires, but they tell us that a lot of reasons that they have these big fires in the forest is because they never let them set the small fires to clear away the underbrush and the stuff that, that gets brittle and burn fast. He said they like to set small fires to clear out the underbrush. It also kills bugs and diseases that, are, that, that will attack the trees. Fire also prepares it and makes new growth for the uh, animals animals and all kinds of things like that. So fire will come through. He says he'll baptize you with Holy Ghost and fire. We need the fire of the Lord burning on the inside of us. It gives us an intensity. It gives us activity. The fire keeps us moving. So you got the power for strength and the fire will keep you moving. When the fire dies out, that's why Paul, uh, Paul told Timothy, stir up the flame that's in you. The fire is burning out. Stir it up again. We need the fire in here again. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you. And we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at LOWCF. O-R-G. Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.